This teaching is brought to you by Christian Family Church International. My message is the grand designs of prayer. Grand designs of prayer. And so obviously there are certain ways that prayer has been designed and there's a grand scheme of things so that you would know how to pray correctly. John Wesley once said is that it seems that if Christians do not pray, that God does not move. And that's a bold statement to make. Because you can argue, family, that God has done everything he needed to do so that you can have victory in this world. So in other words, is that if we are not experiencing the victory, we have to intercede, we have to pray, we have to... To, to, yes, pray to God so that God can move on our behalf. We see even in the days of the Israelites being exiled into Babylon that Daniel knew the prophecy of the prophet Jeremiah, but still he prayed and interceded for 21 days for the prophecy to come to pass. Because you see, family, even in those days, there were interference happening in and amongst the people. And there were forces trying to prevent the nation of Israel to return back to its homeland. And so in the same way, we have to understand the grand designs of prayer. So if you've got your app open, then please follow with me in the app. So let's look, what is the grand design of prayer? There are Christians who pray to God and do not receive answers to their prayers because they do not pray in accordance with the instructions given in God's word. Say this with me. There is instructions in the word of God on how to pray. Even if a believer has a right heart attitude, their prayers will not be effective if they do not follow the instructions of the word of God. Now immediately when with that opening statement, it must be clear to all of us that there are certain rules and conditions and different types of prayer for specific situations. I cannot just take any prayer and apply it in a situation. I cannot pray in general. I have to be specific when I pray. That is an effective, effectual prayer. So you might be asking, what are those kind of prayers? What are the rules of that? And so let's start getting deeper into this so that we can see. Every believer can be sincere in praying, but he can also be sincerely wrong. You might be saying, Pastor Johnny, I'm just praying this way and I'm this way in my heart really. And you might be sincere in your prayer, but you could get it completely wrong. For example, and I'll get into that because I think sometimes many Christians struggle in this area. Lord, if it is your will, you pray this heartfelt prayer, you bring down fire almost to touch the altar of God, and then you say this, if it is your will. There is a time and a place for that kind of prayer, but that's not a prayer of faith. Amen? Come on, let me hear all the faith believers out there tonight. Thank you. I rented those guys. Not only must the believer commit to a life of prayer, 
But they must also learn how to pray in line with the instructions given in God's word. So which is the most effective kind of prayer? The most effective kind of prayer is the prayer where the Holy Spirit is leading us at a specific time and at a specific purpose. And that's why many times I'm sure you've received an unction. You sense an unction. I just feel like I need to pray for this person. I can just feel that God's presence is here. Let me just lay hands on them and pray for them. Or as I'm driving, perhaps someone comes up in your, in your mind and you see their face before you. And you just sense the Spirit of God say, won't you pray for this person? Those are the most effective prayers. Being led by the Spirit of God. Prayer is not the opportunity for grandstanding because it will get you nowhere. Our prayer life should be guided by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will always lead us to pray in line with God's word. And tonight, there's perhaps many people that are visiting here for the first time or perhaps you've been coming on a regular basis to Christian Family Church, but yet you do not understand. You never knew there were different types of prayer. And that's what we're going to do tonight. So when we intercede and we use, for example, the prayer of agreement that you understand, why do we use that type of prayer where we want to pray against something or the prayer of supplication or the prayer of intercession? Why do we have to pray that way? Amen? Because the Bible says in Romans 8 verse 14, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. So we've got to be led by the Spirit of God inside of our hearts so that we would know what to pray for. So let's look at the types of prayer. In Ephesians 6 verse 18, the Bible says, Praying always with all prayer. I want you to mark that if you can on your app. I don't know whether you can mark that, but just make a note quickly. Highlight all. Praying always with all prayer. That tells me there's not just one prayer. That tells me all prayer. There are many types of prayer. And supplication in the spirit. That's already a second condition. Being watchful. Hmm, so while I'm praying, I have to be watchful. To this end, and with all, all perseverance. Whew, so I've got to persevere as well. And supplication for all the saints. So we're already here in Ephesians, we can see clearly that Paul is saying that there's different types of prayer. There's a different way that you've got to do it. You've got to be watchful and you've got to persevere in prayer. You can't just say, I'm going to a five-hour prayer meeting and five minutes later, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know, family... We want God to move heaven and earth for us. And we want God to perhaps pay off that bond of a million rand. We want that car maybe of a million rand. We want that promotion that will give us an extra 100,000 a year. We want that family situation that is in dire need of restoration. We will give our life for it. We want God to do that, but we can only offer him five minutes and we expect him then to move and change our lives. You see, if you cannot give the time, how can you expect God to respond to that? What you give is what you'll sow. Sorry, what you sow is what you'll reap. Little prayer, little response. Lots of faith, lots of prayer, huge response. 
In order for us to pray effective prayers and get results, we need to learn the rules that govern the different kinds of prayer. In the Amplified, it says it this way, pray with all manner of prayer. In the NIV, it says, pray with all kinds of prayer. So here we can clearly see all manner of prayer, all kinds of prayer. So in other words, the, 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 the word of God is encouraging us to use different types of prayer to achieve different outcomes and how to appeal to God. So number one thing that we learned from it so far, there are different kinds of prayer. Point number one. Secondly, each kind has its own set of rules. Thirdly, if we mix up the rules, the prayer will not work. And fourthly, the same type of prayer cannot be applied to all situations. There is not a model prayer that you can pray. Now, Jesus did give us a model prayer. Our Father who art in heaven. And that is a great prayer to pray. If you want to just pray to God and exhort him and thank him for the goodness that he's done. It's a prayer of supplication, you could argue. But if I'm praying for the sick, then that prayer is not going to be effectual in its way. So we've got to understand what it is that we need to do. So to understand why one kind of prayer cannot be used in all situations, you need to consider the following. Many of us have heard this term, if it be your will. We pray, Father, thank you for this, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But if it is your will, so, she, I'm just a beggar on the side of the road here. If you want to give me something, I'll be so grateful. If you will, if you don't, oh, well, you know, I understand. You know, God doesn't really answer prayer, but I've tried my best, you know, and nobody can hold me ransom at that, you know. And so when they ask me, did you pray? Yes, of course I prayed, but if it's God's will. That is not faith. Come on, that is not faith. So some people will say we should pray if it be thy will or your will. When we ask God to heal somebody, Lord, we pray for person A and B and C and D. And we pray, Father, for the healing power of Jesus Christ to go into their body and heal them in the name of Jesus, if it's your will. It is his will. We don't have to, we don't have to, but if you want to. Are you feeling okay today, Lord? Is this a good day? Did I disturb you perhaps? It is his will. Amen. Whew, I'm getting a little bit hot here now. But many people might say, but Jesus prayed that way. But look at the situation and the rules that is applying in that specific prayer. Where did he do that? In the garden of Gethsemane. And he said this, he said, oh, my father, if it is possible. Let this cup pass from me. I don't want to be crucified. I don't want to be beaten up. I don't want to be lashed. I don't want to be plucked out. And I don't want to go through the suffering. I know I have to because this will bring redemption for people. But this is too much. But not my will be done. Your will be done in this situation. It's a prayer of consecration. I consecrate myself to whatever you want me to do. There's a time and a place for that. We do not use this prayer in all situations. People who do not know God's will concerning divine healing or protection or provision will often, will often say, if it is your will, you've got to know what the word of God says. 
about healing and whatever it might be that you want. Whatever you like in this Bible, it's in here. If you say, yeah, but I don't like the prosperity message. Well, then take those pages out of your Bible. Well, I don't believe that God can heal. Well, take those ones also out of the Bible. And eventually you just sit with the two black covers and the book of maps. This is the word of God. It is the infallible, accurate account of matters. The Bible reveals the general will of God for our lives. We don't have to wonder. I wonder what's God's will for my life. It's in here. Read it. It's in there. Whew, am I going a little bit too heavy tonight? Am I okay? Are you guys okay? I've got your heart. Amen. So the Bible reveals the general will of God for our lives. There are redemptive promises of healing, deliverance, wholeness, protection, peace, financial provision are all at the will of God or for God for the believer. The Jews call it shalom. That's why they bless one another all the time. Shalom. Peace, healing, deliverance, wholeness, nothing lacking. Everything present of God. Amen. Praise him. And when we know that it's God's will for us to live in divine health, we should not say, God, if it is your will, please heal me. We should simply believe and receive divine healing. You see, that is the greatest exclamation. It is the greatest demonstration of your faith. Believing in a being that you cannot see. But you know that you know that he's there. And you know that you're born again. Well, I know that I know because I know that I know. Now, I don't, I don't know. When the will of God is not clear, then we can pray if it be your will. So in other words, if you're not sure about something and you, you, you're not sure, should I go this way or that way? Yes, you can pray, God, I thank you that I'm filled with the knowledge of your will, but I don't want to take the wrong step in this direction. Whatever is your will for my life, let that be done. And then if God takes you there, they don't say, no, 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 I want to go this way. I want to go this way. You know, it's amazing. I've said this before. So many people say this, God told me to move there and there and there and there. And then six months later, God was completely wrong. I don't know, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what happened. You're not listening to the word of God. So the first type of prayer is the prayer of dedication and consecration. Lord, if this is your will for my life, let it be. If I must go in the ministry, Lord, lead me. If you want me to go into business, guide me. Give me now wisdom. I declare that I'm filled with the knowledge of your will, with all spiritual wisdom and understanding that I might please you, Father. Let your will be done now in my life. The second type of prayer is the prayer of faith or the prayer of petition. The prayer of faith or the prayer of petition is used when someone wants to receive something from God that he has already promised in his word. If he already says, I've blessed you, I've given you the increase, I've given you the victory, the victory is yours, the battle is mine. You don't have to say, Lord, I wonder if you're going to show up in this battle. It's his. 
you've got the victory. Mark eleven twenty four. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Very important to notice, when you pray, you receive. I'm hoping it's going to work. You're going to hope. It's like people say, I'm waiting for the manifestation. Next week you see them, I'm still waiting for the manifestation. And three years later, I'm still waiting for the manifestation. When I pray, I receive. Jesus said, when you pray the prayer of faith, you must believe that you receive the answer when you pray in the present tense now, and then you shall have it in the future. It's like a woman that is pregnant. But how do you know you're pregnant? I know because I know that I know. But can you see the baby? I don't have to know because I know. I know. Third type of prayer is the prayer of agreement. The prayer of agreement, which we're also going to pray tonight. The prayer of agreement is similar to the prayer of faith. The only difference being that there is not one, but at least two people praying, releasing their faith. So the people, two people, at least two people are coming together in agreement. Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. The only difference being that there's not just one, but there's two. They combine their faith and they receive from God that which they desire. So yes, I can come and agree with you. Many people come and say, Pastor Johnny, would you agree with me and pray for this thing? And they'll say, okay, great. I'm ready to agree. What are we agreeing on? What is the scripture? And I'll tell you what, there's like new scriptures in the Bible that I've never heard of. If that's you, just say, ouch. Find the scripture in the Bible where God promises you will do the thing for you and you will have it. Matthew 18, 18 and 20, it says, Surely I say to you, whatever you bind on earth, this is the prayer of agreement, where two people can come together and do this. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. That actually translates as follows. It means that whatever you bind, heaven will bind as well and will back it up. And whatever you loose on earth, heaven will back it up and loose it on the earth. They will back up the word because that's as it is in heaven, so it will be on the earth. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And where Jesus is present, his power is ready to heal, to move, to deliver, to set free. There is a multiplication factor in faith. When believers agree together in prayer, God's power, dunamis, dynamite, is released in their midst. You see, when you pray, you affect it first in the supernatural. And then it is into the natural. Because the battle is spiritual first and then into the natural. Amen? The fourth type of prayer is the prayer of supplication. The prayer of supplication deals mainly with the manner in which we pray. It means a humble and earnest request. 
In Philippians 4 verse 6 and 7, the Bible says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. We can see there's two actions there. With thanksgiving, a third one, let your request be made known, fourth one, to God. So prayer is not just, bless me, Lord, me, my wife, our two sons, us four, no more. Supplication is the Strong's number 1162, and it means desis, desis, and it means to address, to entreat, to request. It implies a, a felt need that is personal and urgent. The word is related to the verb to bind, like it is in Matthew 18, 18. Therefore, when we see the word supplication, it should teach us that this kind of prayer makes request to change things. Tonight, we will pray the prayer of supplication. Amen. The prayer of supplication could be for ourselves. But the prayer of supplication can also be for all saints or for circumstances in the earth. And in Ephesians 6 verse 18, the Bible says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. So we can see that supplication is intercessory prayer. It is done in the spirit. In the spirit. And when we start praying tonight, I will just lay a foundation so that we understand what that means. And when we make supplication, we use our authority and we bind the works of darkness. In this kind of prayer, we are coming into agreement with God. Because God has blessed this country. God has blessed this nation. God has only got good things for this country. And because of that, we can call that in, we can pray that in, and we can remove the forces of darkness and the work of the devil in this country. God is not done with South Africa yet. Asking for his plan for the people or situation we are praying about. Perseverance is involved in this kind of prayer. Perseverance. Perseverance. Because it's supplication, making supplication, heartfelt, earnest requests to God. I'm not begging him. I'm making supplication. Supplication. Number five, the prayer of dedication and consecration. The prayer of dedication and consecration as well as the prayer of thanksgiving, praise and worship focus on our heart attitude. The word consecrate means to set apart as sacred. So God has set us apart for sacred use that can only be realized as we consecrate our lives to him. So let me give you an example of the prayer of dedication and consecration. In Psalms 139 verse 23 and 24 it says, Search me, O God. How many of you have prayed this prayer before? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Like the Lord is saying, okay, let me see, let me see. He knows already. But for us to admit, search me, God. You go into those deep places that I might think you've missed out. That you don't see. Search me. Know my heart. Let everything who I am in my weakness, let it be before you. Test me. Know my anxious thoughts. 
See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way of everlasting. And whatever is there, God can then expose it. God can reveal it. God can show me you need to work in these areas of your life so that you can go in the way of everlasting. Now notice in this example of the prayer of consecration, we ask God to show us the condition of our heart. But you've also got to be ready then to accept what the Lord is saying about your condition. Like David said, do not cast me from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Amen. The condition of your heart. Then we ask him to lead us in the right way. Father, I've missed it. You know me. I've missed it here and I continue to make these things. I can understand what Paul is saying. Lord, remove this thorn from my side. It wasn't literally a thorn in his side. It was something that Paul was struggling with. Paul that wrote almost two-thirds of the New Testament was struggling with something in his life. My grace is sufficient for you. Your weakness is made perfect in my strength. And in the prayer of consecration, we consecrate our hearts to do God's will. We can phrase it as such and say, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Not my will, but your will be done. In Luke twenty-two forty-one, 41, here we have the account of Jesus and he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. This is when he was praying in the garden of Gethsemane and he knelt down and prayed saying, Father, if it is your will, yeah, this is difficult for me. I don't know if I can go through with this, but if this is your will, can it not, or, 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 or can we not pass over? Can we not just leave this? Can I not just, just tell everybody, okay, guys, if you now, there's a, there's a gap here now, 10 minutes, come quickly. Everybody says, yes, I receive you, you're saved. That will be better. But I know somebody has to pay the price. I know that blood has to be shed because the blood of goats and bulls is no longer sufficient. A price, a sacrifice. And so God gave his best gift. He said, not my will be done, but your will be done so that this can happen on the earth so that I can harvest a generation of people forever and ever and ever. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So in the prayer of faith, or the prayer of agreement, we should know that, he will, that, that the will of God is as revealed to us in his written word. So we don't put an if you want to heal me, if you will bless me. God has already said, I want to heal you. I want to bless you. I want to deliver you. I want to see you free in the name of Jesus. You see, family, as we close, the Bible says in Psalm 75, verse 1, and only in the Amplified Classic Edition. I trust the guys have got the Amplified Classic Edition for me on that verse. It says this. We give praise and thanks to you, O God. We praise and give thanks. Your wondrous works declare that your name is near and they who invoke your name rehearse for wonders and miracles. 
that tells me I've got to use the right redemptive name of God. I cannot pray for healing, which is Jehovah Rapha. But meantime, I want provision, Jehovah Jireh. I've got to know which is the right redemptive name so that when I pray, when I invoke the name, I am actually rehearsing for signs and wonders. And as it says in John 14, verse 14, it says, and if it doesn't exist, I will create it for you. The redemptive name needs to be invoked. We need to pray the right rules of prayer. And that is what will bring results. Intercessory prayer is to stand in the gap. To pray on behalf of other people, which is what we're going to do tonight. Praying in the spirit. Because the Bible says in Romans 8, 26 and 27. For I do not know what I should pray for as I ought. But the Holy Spirit prays with my spirit. Makes intercession for the saints. And then when I look into my heart, verse 27, I know the mind of the spirit. So there is a prayer, intercessory prayer, that needs to happen by praying in the spirit. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 2 says, When I pray in the spirit over the tongue, I pray to God, not to man. So that's tonight, you will hear people praying in the spirit. They're praying to God, not to man, because no one understands. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Volmerantz. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Volmerantz and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, www.christianfamilychurchsa.com.